0: What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. 98.5,
1: 98.5, this is Weekdays with Mike, and a very good morning and welcome to the studio, Adrian Munro, the CEO of Richmond and Wellbeing. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Great to be here this morning. We've been, uh, in this term, we've been uh, talking about strategies and tips and ideas
0: on how we can improve our mental health, Adrian, which has been so good. Mm. Yeah, look, especially we're focusing on... You know what we're going through at the moment. Obviously, you'd be need to be living under a rock to not mm-hmm. realise we are going through a pandemic. And there are some really practical, tangible things we can do to promote good mental health and um In despite what we're experiencing at the moment.
1: Your tips, love your strategies, love your ideas and suggestions. Uh, and we're just
0: going to continue on today. I love it. Yeah. So what I want to talk about today, what I'm hearing, I guess, when I speak to people is because we're obviously seeing. Lots of community transmission. I don't know anyone who doesn't know someone who has got COVID. Mm -hmm. And what I'm seeing is people say, oh, look, you know, someone at my kid's school got it. But, you know what, life's kind of continued. Kids are still going to school and it's fine. Or people say, look, one of my work colleagues was positive, but... I just did a rat test and it came back negative and I'm just kind of pushing on with life. And what's been really interesting is so many people I've spoken to have said, you know, it's actually, I was really panicked or really fearful or scared of what might happen, but we're actually, you know, we're going okay yeah. and we're working through it. So I guess it's important because there might still be some people who absolutely have an element of fear because I think if we reflect on the last couple of years, when we've had the Delta strain, it was really quite impacting on people's health mm. and especially before the vaccination, which we know is effective at keeping people out of hospital. And so it's understandable that there may have been some fear and apprehension there. But it's really important for us to see, actually, we are working through this um, yeah, you know, all the protocols were in place and I would really encourage people to talk about it with their friends if they've still got this fear because you know when we have fear in our mind and we don't talk about it we can catastrophize things and turn totally. a little thing into something absolutely massive mm. so I guess the re- the point of reflection here is that you know, probably the fear that some people have had is not Coming to fruition, and if we talk about it, it's probably a good way to allay those fears even further. If you talk to family and friends, say, "Look, I'm still really concerned about this. I've got these fears about this, anxiety around this." We can compare that to what's actually happening, and there's lots of COVID in the community, but life as we know it is still rolling on. So, we can probably probably the fear that people have had is not quite necessary with what we're experiencing at the moment. It's good, Adrian. We'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. Yeah, so one of the things I want to talk about today is also how we maintain our routine as best as possible. So when we're used to things, we're used to seeing friends and being part of hobbies and community group and exercise, it's really important to maintain that routine because obviously there is a disruption. To our lives, and you know, when we go to the shops, I had to go to three shops, three supermarkets on the weekend just to get do my normal shopping because there's nothing on the shelves. (laughs) That's right. Now I know that's a relatively small thing, but if we think about all the other impacts to our routine and community sport and things, what I really like at the moment is we're still doing everything we can to keep the games going. So we still played cricket on Friday night. My boys are still playing basketball. So. It's really important, whatever it is that you do, do everything possible to maintain your routine. Mm-hmm. If you still go for a walk around the neighborhood with a couple of friends or take your dog for a walk. Um, if you've still got community groups or hobbies, you know, if, if there's social distancing and, and you're following all the protocols, do that. You know, there's no need to shut ourselves off for two or three months just to be mm-hmm. super precautious. Um because again, you know, we can say, Well, look, there is a, a risk to our Physical safety, um, <clears throat> to our health from COVID, which is true. But what about our mental health? So this is, I guess, what we've been talking about is rebalancing this to say there is a cost to our mental health when we shut ourselves off from everything to try and protect ourselves from mm. exposure. So we need to say, well, you know, if you've got these community groups, keep doing them. Yeah. Keep participating. Keep getting out there in the community. Um, and if you know, if you do have to isolate for a period of time. Stay in touch with friends, do a Zoom call with someone over dinner call your friends, send them texts, you know, keep in touch with people and still continue to do what you can. So if you've got, you know, as I've mentioned before, I've got lots of hobbies at home I'm doing, I'm prepared for that. So keeping myself busy doing things that I really enjoy. The last thing we want is to be spending many, many weeks at home, just sitting at home, watching Netflix, waiting for the pandemic to pass, inverted commas. You know, we can still be in control of our lives, do the things we enjoy, do the things we want to do. Really try and maintain those social connections as much as possible. You started with fear a, a little
1: bit earlier. Mm. You spoke about that. Do you think that is the main driver when you think about people withdrawing and going? You know what? I can't get to now, I can't go there. I can't play cricket on Friday. I'm just going to retreat back. Yeah. Is that really? <clears throat> is as we started talking about fear? Is that really
0: a result of being being quite fearful? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, because we've been told and we've seen so much, and if think about you know a year and a half ago when. S- such an impact around the world, um, and of course I understand you know there are people who are doing chemo and they have poor immune systems, and absolutely in that situation it's understandable that you protect yourself. But mm. for most people, um, yeah, there's there's still you know some underlying fear that has been there because of lots of lots of reasons, and and there was a real cause for concern initially. But yeah, I think that 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 fear is an element for people, and they think oh well, well what'll happen? But as realistically as we're seeing. Everyone will get COVID. It's going to spread through the communities. And, you know, a lot of people will be asymptomatic and they they won't even notice anything at all. So, um, yeah, I think it is worth us. That's why I mentioned about talking to our friends about what that fear or apprehension is, because it may well be that, you know, we're not in that position anymore. And there's absolutely nothing stopping us from getting out there, socializing, being part of the community, staying in contact with our community groups our sporting groups and those things are so important for our mental health and well-being in this time absolutely
1: adrian we'll take a break we'll come back and chat some more. it's good chatting to you about um about fear and about ru- keeping routines re- it's a mm. really good reminder i love that
0: yeah so as we always like to we're going to finish with a bit of a challenge you've got a challenge yeah du- so I mean, we don't want it. we don't want we don't want the family just to be able to sit there and listen and say, oh, that's really nice, and then go on with the day. So unless there is some action and some, some change from this conversation, um, we're just filling the airwaves with noise. So <laughs> the there has to be some movement. So for the family listening today, what are you going to do that's different now? So do you have some fear or anxiety that you're going to talk about with, with friends or family to try and Know, debunk some of that fear that mm. still sits there. Um, are there elements of your routine that you're going to get back? Are you, have you been sitting there prior to today thinking, "Oh, you know, this is going to be three months of not doing much." Well, what are you going to do that's different? How can you get that routine back? What I are like the yeah. community groups that you're going to keep going? What's the the exercise that you normally do that you're going to keep going? You're going to keep walking your dog every day. Go for the walk around the the block with your friends. Um, what is it that you're going to do that's different to maintain? your routine but also what are you going to do to protect your mental health and well-being Mm, you know so there's and it's different for every person yeah um you know some people like sports some people like community groups yeah some people have their hobbies and the pastimes that they like um yeah we just need to we need to make sure we're doing a difference and and again what I go back to from last week it is more and more likely that people will be having to isolate for a period of time do you have things set up at home to do that, so get the games out, <coughs> the jigsaw puzzles, yeah. Well, look, yeah, and look, all do, of that. Do you have the rake and shovel you need to do some gardening? Because getting yeah. out to doing gardening, well, for it's lots great. of people, really enjoyable. So, you know, have you got those things in place so that again, we don't want people to be sitting at home for seven days isolation and they've got nothing better to do than watch a week full of Netflix because oh, yeah. I don't think anybody gets to the end of that week feeling great about themselves and thinking it was a great use of time. Sure, I'll watch a couple of episodes and things, but um, if you're at home, you know, you want to have the hobbies and the pastimes and, you know, do you have, have you always been looking to paint that feature wall in your bedroom? Mm-hmm. We'll just go and get a can of paint from the hardware yeah, store it. so you're ready to go. So you can do something really meaningful and practical and achieve something. But I guess the real take home message is with our mental health and well-being, it doesn't happen by accident. And if we are not really conscious and proactive about maintaining good mental health and well-being, it's, probably, it's probable and quite likely that our mental health and well-being is actually going to go down. Mm. So that is, the, if, yeah. the, if you don't remember anything else from our conversation today, it is that you have to be positive and proactive and take control of your mental health and well-being um, otherwise, it's probably just going to—it's you know, leaving up to everything else, and it's probably going to go down. So, and that's what we haven't talked about enough in the in the pandemic, and also Truth. as a society, we've never been particularly good at this. And this is one of the reasons why we're seeing so much poor mental health in the community is because we're not actively thinking about it. We're not stopping and saying, "Well, hold on, what am I actually going to do? How am I going to take control mm. of my mental health and well-being? What what steps am I going to put in place? What strategies am I going to put in place?" It doesn't just happen by accident. We've got to be really conscious about it and really forward thinking in our planning to have good mental health and well-being.
1: There we go. Challenges out there. Love for you. There's a great challenge. This for the next fortnight. And then uh, please give us a call in two weeks when Adrian's back and you can let us. We want to hear some reports on how that went. Yes. Albeit it could be something really, really small. Yep, but small changes, a little bit by Adrian, really appreciate Thanks having, for having me today. Me. Great it's, to be here. And it's great that we can continue talking about this uh, each mm. each fortnight on this time. Yeah. Thank you. For
0: more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. Or visit the website 98five.com.